Canaan. It's all about Jesus. It's not about religion, it's about relationships. Where beginners are welcome. Where forgiveness is offered. Where hope is alive. And it's okay to not be okay. Well, hello everybody. Uh, welcome to this installation of the Canaan podcast and just video um, Reminder of all we talked about this past Sunday, we, we began a new series on cadence. And uh, the first part was learn. It was all about studying, learning the Word of God. You know, we used the hand. Let's see how well these guys remember. So on the hand, you know, there was five things we can do to learn the Word of God. Remember, what, what was the pinky? Read. Hear. Read. Hear. Oh, oh, hear. Oh, oh, see, Ed. Oh, hear. Oh, read. Yeah, oh, it was hear. Hear. Read. Study. Memorize, meditate. There you go. Good. And they need some coaching, but they did all right. Um, so anyway, so we talked about those five different, you know, methods, or not just methods, but aspects of learning the Word of God. So uh, I thought what we do today is just kind of come around, just be real practical. Uh, you know, Sunday I shared, you know, different approaches to Bible study. We talked about this, what I call the sword method, which is just, you just look at a passage and ask what I'll learn about God. That's the up. What I'll learn about mankind. And then, um, you know, what, what, what can apply to me? And then we looked at spec, you know, which is another acrostic you can use as their sin, confess, promise to claim, um, you know, experience as their, uh, you know, command to obey is their knowledge to acquire. So, uh, we, we looked at that, but there's so many different tools and methods that are out there. I just thought we'd just spend a little time just letting you hear from your pastors on what they do and what are some key resources they use and, and that sort of thing in their own personal time with God and studying His Word. So we're going to go over here and start with Pastor Mike, and Mike is our pastor of administration and discipleship. So Mike, what's uh, it's your journey of studying the Bible? What are some uh, tools you use or what's your approach? Well, the first thing I had to learn as I began to go from just reading God's Word to actually studying it, is that when you study, you use a pen and paper, and you write things down, you take good notes, uh, so you can go back and kind of meditate on those later. And so one of the things I've, I've used a lot over the years is a MacArthur study Bible of John MacArthur's notes. He gives really good notes in there. And uh, one I began using a few years ago was the Nelson Study Bible. And the, the thing I really like about the Nelson Study Bible is it seems to be an all-in-one Bible. It's got maps, it's got chain reference, it's got notes, uh, really good commentary, and um, just a really helpful study Bible that I've had. And so uh, that's great tools, uh, things like handbooks, um, that, that help you understand more uh, about the places that are talked about in in the Bible. Those are good to have as a tool as well. Yeah, that's good. So what, what have you been studying lately? Well, I've been reading through the Bible, and as I have, I, I came into Jeremiah. And when I got to Jeremiah, I never really appreciated it before, but it seems that the time we're in right now... Mm. Jeremiah just felt really appropriate. Yeah. And so I began to slow down and study through that and just, for one thing, getting to know the, the personality of Jeremiah, getting to know just the, the trials and the tribulations that he faced and how they relate to what we're going through mm. at this time. It's good. 
It's good. Yeah, thanks, Mike. What you, Brian, I noticed you got a couple of books here with you. So what? Uh, yeah, so, so um, one thing I tried, I, I missed the, the message on Sunday because I was on vacation. Oh, stuff. slack. But I am going to watch it online. It is online. So I, you know. it. I am going to watch that. But um, So one thing I make sure when, when studying text is to not just read a couple verses that I'm focusing on, but to look at the context of, of what's being talked about, look at the the, the passage, the chapter, the book, and and be sure that I'm not just pulling meaning out of out of just what I'm what I'm reading there. And then um, some good resources that I, I go to. Some are with the internet now, which yeah, there's a lot of negative things on the internet, but it's it's such a resource that we have. Go to uh, blueletterbible.com, excellent source uh, for for commentaries and and background and and. Uh, different translations of scripture. Uh, also, a site called Precepts Austin, or Precept Austin, um, another very good conservative site that has um, a lot of pastors listed, and it's a one-stop source for, for a lot of things. There. Then, um, use uh, uh, the Christ-Centered Exposition um, series. It's done by a lot of different um, pastors doing doing commentary on scripture, so this is just an example from the book of Hebrews. Um, we got these at... Um, I first was introduced to these at um, uh, T4. T together for the gospel conference we go through with pastors. So that was just excellent. And then um, an interlinear Bible, which has Hebrew, Greek, and English, which you can also get this online, which you don't have to be a seminary student to have background in, in Hebrew and Greek to use something like this because it will it shows you the 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 translation of, of the passage in Hebrew or Greek, wherever you are in Old Testament or in the New Testament. And then you can you can look that up online and, and get some follow-up. And, and like I said, you don't have to have, have, to have a course in, in Greek to, under, to understand that and see, you know, like where words come from in the Greek and then get deeper meaning into the text of the Scripture. It's good. So. good. All right. Pastor Ed? So I was introduced to study Bibles early on by my dad. And, of course, I, I started reading Schofield, for those of you that have been around for a while. So the Schofield Study Bible, which had... Did you meet, foot, did you meet Schofield? I did not. No, I did not. But uh, it had footnotes, and it also had all these references. And as a, as a child growing up, and I, I was saved at 11, and at, 12, I really, at age 12, I really started getting into the Schofield Bible. And it was fascinating to me that the Old Testament and the New Testament are directly connected with one another. It's almost like they had the same author, mm -hmm. yeah. And as I studied more and got got older, I really got into the Nelson Study Bible, and I started really liking that because it was the New King James Version, and I didn't have to have all these thous and these and those and thys, and so it became easier to read. And I still like my Nelson one primarily because I've written so many notes in it, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's why I like it. But the ESV, the English Standard Version, is really great. Uh, it's another good one to read. And another thing, I've been introducing a lot to seniors because as you get older, your eyes fade. And I've uh, been introducing this to senior residences too, and they were fascinated. Um, even when I would be preaching or teaching at senior residences, I would pause and show them this U version app. So it's Y O U version. It's an app you can download on your phone, and you can read the Bible. And it will actually read it to you. Now, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but let me start it by saying, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
So that, so that was just a portion out of Second Timothy there. And that was one of the first verses that my dad drilled into my head was that verse, 2 Timothy 2.15. And I'm, I've been studying the Bible ever since. If I'm going to really teach it or, and or preach it, as Mike was saying, you got to have a pen and paper ready to study it and have a Bible dictionary out and know what you're doing. And recently I've been, so I've been doing the New Testament in a year, it just so happens I'm in Timothy, uh, the New Testament in a year. But I've been recently really getting into the book of Isaiah because we're, we're teaching it from our Bible study that we're doing each week. And um, the, the nice thing about really, like you've mentioned, Daniel, it's, it's exciting and it's delightful to be in God's Word. And I, I did something in our Bible class that really got their attention Wednesday, and I pretended like I was Isaiah. And if you want to go back and read the first two chapters of Isaiah and pretend like you're Isaiah, you'll see that it was it, it could really backfire on you. But Isaiah was really blasting the nation of Israel because they had ignored God, but they were going through all the motions. They were going through the motions. And so it, when you study the Bible and you can get into a character, it is really fun. It's fun to get into a character. And I'll tell you where I learned that was we had a, we had a pastor one time, it was during a, um, you know, an evangelist came in and was preaching to us, and one of the evenings during a revival, he pretended like he was Amos, and he got up and he introduced himself as Amos, and he was, he was Amos in the book of Amos, and he became that person, and I really enjoyed that method of learning, and it was really great seeing a person take on a character. Like, like Mike was saying, Jeremiah, when you get into Jeremiah, you, you really get to enjoy it. And, and you can really delight in the Word when you're really getting into it. Right. Thanks, Pastor. Yeah. I had a seminary professor who would dress up and do that, do New Testament. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pastor Martin. Yeah, so um, everything these guys said is, is spot on. These are all great ways to study the Bible and a good uh, study Bible like the Spurgeon Bible or John MacArthur has one, and um, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, so I agree with all those. Those those help you to to kind of see the big picture of a book or a letter, uh, which is important. So if I'm coming personally to a letter, let's say I've got to preach out of James, I always try to see, okay, what are the main things that James is trying to say? So I start with big circles, and then I kind of narrow it down. I don't go right to like the verse or the passage that I'm going to preach, but I look at the broader context, so I start with big circles, and I always make them small. And then just as a practical thing in my life, I try to read as broadly as possible. Uh, and I, I really love biographies for the most part, or autobiographies, because you deal with people that are dealing with all the situations that we deal with in life. And so for me, that's helpful a lot for application. So in the preaching part of things, I like to see what experiences things people have been through, because it seems like if I haven't experienced it, I might have read about it. And so if the passage that I'm going to preach, for instance, has anything to do with that, I may have not had that personally in my life, but if I know of an event or a person or a time period, then I'm still able to help God's people to understand that thing. So broad reading, I think, is also a big help. The study tools are great, and you have to start there, but I also think just reading outside of that is helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know, Mike, you'd also brought in a concordance. Um, yeah, it's a big thing. So I just want to introduce you to a concordance if you've never seen one before. Now, they have these on, you can do these online. You don't have to buy this whole big 
I don't know if you, you probably can't get that one anymore. That's that's probably about yes, you can. That's probably came out about the same time as Schofield. <laughs> uh, but Fresh uh, no, still there. <laughs> no, you can totally still get these, but you can also do it online. But a concordance is where you just type in a word and it will generate a list of every single verse that word is used. Uh, whether it's a word or a name, it's a very great resource. So those are good tools. I know um you know, these guys, like like Martin said, have mentioned a lot of great tools and approaches. You know, one thing that I'm kind of doing right now is I just, there's still questions I have, you know, theological questions, you know, whether it's, you know, the whole conversation of predestination versus human responsibility, or, you know, just recently I was doing a study again on, you know, what does the Bible mean when it talks about speaking in tongues and that sort of thing. Those are great topical studies in so if you have some serious questions, you know, that you just want to know what the Bible teaches on, that's a great approach to study Bible because the answers are here. You know, just be patient, just dig into them and look them up and just write all the verses down that speak to a certain topic and see what the common theme and the common answer is. And um, that's just a, an invaluable way to approach just your own personal theological growth uh, in, in the scripture. So. Look, we are just, uh, you know, as a church family, we're just excited about the Word of God. It's, it's our first core value. Our first core value is biblically driven teaching. And, you know, it's just a, an invaluable part of our relationship with Christ. I mean, how do we know who Christ is? Because of the Word of God. So we cannot stress enough how important it is, but also how delighting and exciting it is to be able to approach God's Word and study His Word. Um, all these guys mentioned the MacArthur Study Bible. That's what I've been using for years. Um, it's at my house, but it's on its third uh, third binding. You know, it's it's. I've got it highlighted, <laughs> yes, marked up. Yeah. There's yeah. certain pages taped back together that have just ripped over time. You know, it's just it's seen it, but it, it's. I tell you, it's just it's invaluable to me. Invaluable to me. So, cannot stress enough the value of studying the Word of God. Um, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. All right, well, that's it for today, and I hope you uh, can get some practical tips out of this as you apply these to your own Bible study practices, and if you have any questions, or if you have any great experiences you want to share, just let us know. We'd love to hear those and share those. All right, God bless. Have a great day.